Hello, beautiful people of planet Earth. I hope that wherever you are, you are doing incredible and I am sending all of my love, well wishes, prayers, good vibes, energy your way, wishing you, your family, and your friends all of the best. We have an absolutely phenomenal show for you today. It got censored and banned immediately, so you know it's going to be amazing. We have Layla Sentner on from Sentner Academy and we are talking about health, freedom, and education. This is a very powerful episode and a very important episode. You know, Layla kind of went viral and everyone knew who she was because she was just simply suggested to her teachers to wait to get vaccinated so that they had more information to know if it was safe because we do not have long-term safety studies. So we talk about the vaccination. We talk about kids and what the masks are doing to the kids. We talk about health freedom. We talk about navigating these times and in the importance of education. We talk about solutions. We talk about why it's important to stand up for what's right, and she's doing amazing work. So I completely applaud her courage, her tenacity, um, you know, for her to stand up because it's really challenging to do. Because really, if you do stand up and it becomes mainstream, you're you're hit with a lot of hate. With this show, like I said, we had it up for less than an hour before YouTube deleted it, and everything that she shared was practical, it was reasonable, it was honest, it was authentic. There's nothing wrong with it and it got deleted right away so it's absolute madness what's going on out there so if you enjoy this episode please share it as far and as wide as you can support uh, people like Layla and the Sentner Academy, people like uh, Dr. Martin, Health Freedom, all these freedom advocates, you know, people just wanting to have a dialogue and debate. And the reason why you don't see a dialogue or debate because the truth will become so painfully obvious when it's put beside deceit. And so that's why you don't see these things and people are getting deleted, shadow banned, blacklisted. And so, yeah, please share this episode as far and as wide as you can. Please take a moment to leave a review in iTunes. They are really helpful. Um, also become a member mattbelair.com um, you can join uh, for free or by donation there's a few donation um, pots up there and that's where you can stay up to date with the uncensored episodes because you know YouTube's on two strikes and Patreon and all that kind of thing is on its last legs and so your support is very appreciated if you can do it and uh, if you just want to stay connected I, I'm happy to uh, give you the link for free as well just send me an email uh, for those of you guys who are really really serious about um, getting connected to your life purpose. You want to know who you are, who you came here to be. You want to know your life purpose and live it. All of the tools and training that I provide from the Soul Compass program will help you know and live your life purpose. Also, the quantum heart hypnosis is probably the most powerful hypnotic and uh, meditative process that I've ever come across. Again, focusing on encoding the mind, the heart, the spirit to knowing who you truly are, who you came here to be, and how to walk and live that path in spirit and alignment. And finally, there is one-on-one coaching or the Atomic Alchemy Group where we really support you one-on-one with a powerful, supportive community helping you step-by-step create your authentic version of yourself, your gift, your contribution to other people. Um, That's the most powerful thing that we can do for other people is really to live in alignment, to be empowered ourselves, and to create the solution. So with all of these challenging times, there is so much opportunity for incredible solutions. And uh, the best way to support this show 
show is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Maybe listen to a friend who needs support. Reach out to another friend who might need support. Smile. Look for a way to contribute to your community. Uh, Do the right thing and walk the righteous path. And what's becoming clear here is that there's nothing to fear. If we are walking in the path of truth, of honesty, of authenticity, of doing the right thing in our inner world, we're going to be guided. We are going to be supported because we have the whole universe, nature, spirit, God, the creator on our side, supporting and guiding us. So um, be fearless, be courageous. Uh, Do not uh, let fear overcome you because that's exactly what people who want to manipulate you uh, want to just create this illusion that limits your connection your connection with the uh, spirit and God and the creator in the universe. So that's it. Let's get into this incredible episode. Um, and before we do, let's come into a state of peace and coherence. So wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, enthusiasm, courage, inspiration, connection, and ready to enjoy this absolutely phenomenal episode with Layla Sentner. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. As you know, we are facing and overcoming extreme censorship. If you want to support this show, uh, please share it, leave a review, go over to mattbelair.com, become a member so you will not miss exclusive and censorship-free episodes. And most importantly, consider doing three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest is the Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Sentner Academy a progressive independent happiness school that combines a deep commitment to emotional intelligence, mindfulness, and happiness with a challenging curriculum featuring language immersion, entrepreneurial thinking, problem solving, creativity, and collaboration. Welcome to the show, Layla Sentner. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. Yeah, I'm so glad we're doing this. We got connected by uh, the amazing Kelly Brogan. And, uh, you know, I'm always going to take her recommendations highly. And then I look at what you're doing and what's going on with the school. I was like, holy smokes, we have so many avenues here because what you're doing with the school is phenomenal. It is a solution that we need. We need an upgrade in our education. It's so important. And then on the other side, we have all this wildness that's going on in the world. And you kind of, you're in quote unquote hot water for doing what I think is the right thing. You know, and so obviously the media doesn't like that. And so, you know, they attack you for it. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about your background and your school and uh, what's going on in, in your world and what you're facing today. Sure. So I own a school here in Miami Beach, Florida. <clears throat> and as um, you have seen all over the news, I basically had to make a decision to ask my teachers to not get the, uh, the COVID shot. And if they did, I'd ask them um that they to not return or they wouldn't be able to be um, to go forward with us because there have been a lot of reports and claims of unvaccinated people being impacted by people that had just recently gotten the shot. Um, so when all of these claims out came out, I started doing more research. I spoke with several doctors and the consensus was we don't know what we don't know something, there is a correlation, something's happening, but there's just not enough information. And my number one priority and my number one responsibility has always been to the safety of our children at school. 
And I couldn't live with myself if I had this information at my fingertips. And I basically allowed the teachers to continue to get the shots. And then, you know, something bad could have happened in the classroom and I would have been responsible for it because I didn't take action. Um, what I'm seeing all the other schools doing all across our country is they're just blindly following. You know, Como says every, you know, kid needs to get the shot. And so, so it is like nobody is asking these critical questions of why. No one is asking, why does a teacher need to be mandated to get this shot when they have, you know, when on average they're younger than 49, they're healthy, they have a 99.98% recovery rate. These critical questions need to be asked. And instead of just rushing into this experiment, which is what it is, it hasn't been FDA approved. Um, I, I, told, I told the teachers, anybody that wants to be part of the experiment, you can do it. I'm not taking your choice away from you, but you just can't do it here because I don't want our children to become part of the experiment. And that's what it is. It's an experiment. Um, I mean, it's, this is supposed to not, this is not going to be approved till next year or the year after. This is what I'm hearing. So I think it's up to the medical community right now. It's up to the CDC and all the players, pharmaceutical companies, all the players involved to take these claims seriously. What's a little disheartening to me um, is the fact that these claims are being wiped off the internet. They're being wiped off, wiped off social media. You know, there was an amazing um, uh, group in Facebook that was climbing so fast. It had 20,000 people that were all complaining of being impacted by um, either being vaccinated directly or not being vaccinated indirectly. And that Facebook page got completely wiped out in a matter of weeks. Um, I know I'm, I'm on Telegram now. There's, um, there's a Telegram page called Menstrual Cycles. And um, a lot of people are posting things there of things that have been happening to them. But I just think it's, it's, it should be prudent for us to take a pause and unfortunately, the other schools are running full force. They're threatening their teachers. If you don't get this, you are going to be fired. And I feel like, how can you consciously make a decision to force your teachers to get something that has a potential side effect of death? Okay, that is a side effect. We, we all see it on the VARES database. You can run the report yourself. There's over 4,000 deaths. And it's and it's and, that, and there's a lag to it. So, you know, and it doesn't even report all the deaths. So who knows what that real number is? Over 100,000 adverse side effects. I mean, how is this even logical to say if you don't get this shot, which basically they're saying it doesn't guarantee that 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 you still won't spread, spread the, you know, the virus. There's no guarantee of that. And all I'm hearing right now is that it just decreases the symptoms. Well, if you're already in the very high recovery rate, how much more do you want to decrease your symptoms? You know, I mean, I had it and I had the sniffles and body aches and lost my sense of smell for a few days. And that was it. It wasn't the end of the day. I wouldn't have wanted to take something that, that, that hasn't been fully tested and injected in my body and, and change my DNA, if that's what it does, I don't know, it's just what I'm hearing, um, to, to, to avoid 
just decreasing my symptoms from it. It's not worth the trade-off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you decided to, to take a stand and look at what's going on. And now after a year, we have this evidence, you know, of, of how lethal COVID is and the survival rates in Canada, you know, uh, the average age of death is between 80 and 84, but our average life expectancy is 84. So Dr. Hodgkinson, who does the testing, he has a video that went super viral and got deleted over and over again, talking about, um, you know, basically this is a flu. This is a flu season. The, the data that we have shows that this is as lethal as the flu. So now we have this vaccine coming out, which many people were able to predict, you know, right at the beginning that this was an agenda to have everybody um, vaccinated to have these passports and everyone was called a conspiracy theorist when that came out. Um, but the thing is they were releasing this. You can go find this information on, on places like the world economic forum and Klaus Schwab's book. Um, and then you do, you know, your research and history on, you know, vaccines and pharmaceutical companies and their influence. And the thing is you never see a debate, you know, the whole thing about this is like people should have freedom of choice. Right. And so if you're taking away other people's freedom of choice, then you're kind of restricting their own health freedom. And that's what the Nuremberg Code is all about. So if you want to go do that, um, but we know the FDA has recently not approved this. They said, that, you know, this is not an approved uh, medicine. We're not going to approve it. We're not going to approve this vaccine. This is basically the, the trial. We know that from the animal trials with these types of vaccines, we're not positive. And, um, you know, a lot of other experts like America's frontline doctors are speaking out. There's the World Doctors Alliance. They're speaking out. Thousands of doctors from around the world are speaking out at risk for their jobs and their careers. And they get slandered. They get um, deleted. And just like when Robert Kennedy debated Alan Dershowitz, not a lot of people watch that debate. But when you see the debate, you can see one person is relying on truth and history and facts. And Dershowitz was more on like this manipulation and this propaganda. And it became very evident when they had the debate because people have these common questions where they're not experts in vaccines. They're not experts in these fields. So you don't wanna see the debate because it becomes very clear what the truth is. And so when we look at this data, now we already know from, like you said, um, I didn't know about the menstrual cycles group, but but that's been popping up in real cases. Um, there's COVID vaccine victims of thousands of people um, sharing that somebody got the vaccine and then passed. I learned, you know, more in a month from people getting uh, the needle um, that uh, they had passed or been harmed than somebody from the whole year that had died of COVID in the whole time, it, just from being on the street, talking to people and things like that. And so there is a ton of evidence here that needs to be addressed and it's not being addressed in a diplomatic way. It's not being addressed in a public debate forum. And so all that's happening is something is being rammed down our throat when, when there's a lot of things that don't add up and we want to retain our freedom of choice. And I feel like that's all you're really trying to represent here. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because the way the media has attacked me is they're like anti-vaxxer misinformation. Like they use these bud buzzwords that are so childish. I feel like I'm in a playground with a, you know, pissing match with somebody. You want to attack me. So you want to attack my reputation. And therefore you're going to call me an anti-vaxxer. That's basically giving out misinformation. Well, the people that are giving out misinformation are these, are, is, is, is the media that's basically saying this was FDA approved. And that's a complete lie. They're saying that in the same article that they're explaining what I've done. And it's like, what do you mean we're not following the science? The science experiment is happening as we speak. 
And this is the biggest experiment that's ever been done in the history of our world. No one has ever done a mass experiment with vaccinating the hundreds of millions of people that they vaccinated over a virus that has 99.74% survival rate. And as you mentioned, the people that are that are passing away the most are already well above the 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 age where where you know the, the average death. So we've destroyed our world to protect people who are already 75, 80, okay, that lived a beautiful life. Uh, and many of them had comorbidities and lots of other issues. So we're destroying our children, we're destroying our economy, we're destroying everything for this virus that's not even uh, on a scale of one to 10, it's like a three. Yes, statistically, you know, it is it is the flu. And I've had, uh, I've had a lot of doctors on um, all last year to to get to the bottom of this, you know, how serious is this? Because at first, we didn't know. But now the data is in. And then when you factor in the money trail and, and everything else, um, it becomes clear what's going on. And anybody who stands up against the media, right, basically gets slandered and they use logical fallacies, which I didn't even know what it was. If you say, rather than having an open discussion, applying the golden rule, seeing both sides, honoring someone else's opinion, and the truth yeah. wins. If you offer the truth, then, you know, and that's a higher level truth, it's better information, then you will win. But we're not seeing out there because what they're using is propaganda, deceit. And now people are starting to learn things about, you know, Operation Mockingbird, how uh, in Canada, our media is basically owned by one. In the States, it's about six. And then what happens is they get infiltrated and then all you get is propaganda. And most people think that the news... Um, is to tell you the truth. No, it's to tell you what's going on. It's, it is for manipulation. And it's becoming very obvious within the United States and also around the world. And one of the things that I did while this was going on is I would look at the, the mainstream news from Canada, Australia, Europe, UK, US, always the same narrative. And it was only the independent sources that were really trying to share the truth. And people like Dr. Vernon Coleman, um, Dr. Dolores Cahill, who's absolutely brilliant and accredited to the nines, pleading with people not to take this shot. Um, you have all these people that are risking everything to share this information, that, that they make a logical argument that you can go find yourself and research yourself and say, you know what, that, that makes a lot of sense. I'd like to retain my choice here. I'd like to retain my freedom and not and not do this. And now when people are getting the shot and we see all these harms and all these other weird things happening from first people account and they're not being able to spread, say, hey, you know what? There's something to this. Let's wait because we do know and by definition. And if you look at the work of uh, David Martin, who's in the, who's brilliant, um, he says that he, he showed you right in the, on the patent. It's experimental gene therapy by definition is not a traditional um, needle. I'm just going to say that for the censorship trolls. Um, it is, it's not traditional. It's not the same, but you need to take the time and accountability and responsibility to know for sure. And so if it doesn't prevent you from getting it, it doesn't prevent you from spreading it. Um, it is as, you know, the lethality is of the flu, then why are you getting it when this isn't tested and we don't know what it's going to do to you? And I feel like that to me is a very reasonable argument. And we need to see if somebody wants to challenge that in a public debate with your expert versus another one like Dr. Loris Cahill, but you will never see that because the truth will become very evident. Yeah, there's, there's some amazing doctors talking about this. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Pileski, Dr. Christiane Northrup. 
I mean, they, they've got a wealth of information and they're just being called names. They're being called anti-vaxxer. They're being called QAnon supporter. I mean, come on, like, if you really, really believed that this was working, you wouldn't be trying to pull all of the information off any source that, 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 that's credible and, 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 and basically name calling. It's just, it's a great defensive mechanism to not allow the truth to be told. You know, we, we opened, um, so our school is about two years old. We have maybe 300, about 300 students. And in September, we reopened during the heat of the close, the school's not opening. So by that time, it had been six months and there was plenty of data out that showed that children were not asymptomatic spreaders. Children were not dying from, from, from COVID. Uh, and that children needed to be children. The increase in emotional uh, issues such as anxiety and suicides and, and depression from children being locked down or being segregated had skyrocketed. So I made a, a very, um, you know, I guess call it loud decision uh, to, to, to say, no, I'm not going to force these kids to, to basically be in solitary confinement like the CDC is recommending. I said, I'm not gonna put plexiglass behind their desks. I'm not gonna socially distance them at school. I'm not gonna force them to wear a mask for eight hours a day. I'm not gonna do any of these things. Why? Because these children need to be children and there is no justification for these actions. And I'm not going to blindly follow you know, I'm not going to be just another sheep blindly following the other schools. I'm going to use my brain. I'm going to critically think. And I had a conversation with the pediatric immunologist and the pediatric immunologist went over 3,500 cases, the summary of 3,500 cases that he had at his children's hospital. And when we, you know, we spent a couple hours on the phone and the short summary was out of 3,500 cases, he had one case uh, uh, of a child who passed away with multiple comorbidities. He had some other cases of kids that were impacted, but they were all very obese. So the summary for me was, okay, our kids need to focus on their immune system. And my school is all about the immune system. We have sugar-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, all natural, all processed or no processed, completely organic food, um, really food that's nourishing their soul, nourishes their brain. You know, as you guys know, sugar just brings you down and it allows, you know, uh, it, it allows, um, sorry, <laughs> it, 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 it brings your immune system down. So that's what we focused on. We focused on, uh, I added UV lights in my school that kills viruses 99.99%. I've been cleaning with hydrogen peroxide. I increased the cleaning crew. And knock on wood, we haven't had any issues. Like, you know, yes, we had COVID cases with the teachers and the kids, but no one went to the hospital. Many of the kids were asymptomatic. And so all I did was use logic to determine what I should be doing at the school. And unfortunately, I feel like logic has gone out the window and school owners and school leaders are only focused on their own liability protection. So in their mind, they're thinking, oh my gosh, if I have all these COVID cases and somebody dies, they're gonna sue me. 
It's like, okay, so you're going to destroy all the kids' lives in your school to protect yourself from a lawsuit in case somebody is in that super, super small percentage that happens to not make it. And obviously, if a child dies, that's horrible. And it's, you know, would be the worst thing ever. But, you know, there are kids that die from the flu. You know, you and, and, and according to the numbers, there are more kids that die from the flu than from COVID. And so with that mindset, you're going to lock the kids down for the rest of their lives because they have a higher chance of dying from the flu. And that's per the CDC. No one can argue those numbers. So for me, it's like, I want our kids to be kids. I want to focus on their happiness. I want them to love school. I want them to excel. I want them to be here every day, enjoying it. You know, um, from September through December, I lost 14 families because the parents were irate with me. Like, how dare you not mandate masks? How dare you not follow the science? How dare you not socially distance the kids? Like, angry with me. I let them go with love, you know, great. There's all the other schools are doing what you're looking for. Go to one of those schools. January through April, I had 35 new kids start who were begging for their kids to be free. And so that's what I'm all about. I'm going to attract the people that appreciate basic freedom, such as breathing fresh oxygen on a daily basis. Who thought that that would be, you know, uh, so far? Yes. <laughs> You know, and I had a I had a parent come to me yesterday, and this parent said uh, that his kid had been with us for three to four weeks, just started, and I said, I just want to tell you that you saved my child's life. That my child was disappearing at his other school. They stopped the sports. You know, the, their their teacher is on a computer, and all the kids are on a computer in the classroom. Like the teachers, and it's just the teacher won't come next to the kids. The kids are behind plexiglass. The kids can't speak to each other during lunch. And I'm like, this is insanity. This is child abuse. And what's happening is these kids are hating school. We are removing the love of school away from their hearts because we are creating such a horrible environment that doesn't need to be. I'm a good example of this. Look at my, my rates. Look at how many COVID cases I've had. Forget about the cases. Look at the fact that I've had no hospital visits. None of my teachers, none of my students, that's what should matter. But instead they're looking at cases and they're like, oh, we don't wanna be that school that has a lot of cases. But if you have a lot of cases of asymptomatic kids, what's the big deal? You know, oh, but what if he takes it home to grandma? Okay, so you want to destroy all, all of our children across the world, you wanna destroy their lives because you're concerned about grandma. Okay, well, why don't you do this? Take your child and homeschool them to keep grandma safe. Why do all the kids need to suffer? Because not everybody has, you know, a grandma that's even worried about it. You know, my mom is like, I don't care. If I get it, I get it. You know, I don't want you to adjust your life for me. I lived my life. Let your children live their life. She wouldn't even have it even if I tried, which I wasn't going to anyway, but she's just, she wouldn't have it. She doesn't want to be isolated. She doesn't want any of that. So you should let each family choose what they want. And I'll tell you, many families want to be at school free. They don't want to be at school behind the mask with all these rules. And the ones that do, great. Let them stay home or let them go to a school that that's all they do. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. Absolutely. And I would love to uh, send my daughter to your school at one, at one point when she's ready for it, she's only small now. Um, but everything you're saying, how is, old is she? Uh, 20 months. Okay. So well, she's... we start at 18 months and oh, we go cool. to, well, eighth, I... and we go to eighth grade and in two years we will open high school. So if you have any, uh, amazing listeners out there that are looking for jobs, we have a lot of jobs opening. Um, we were well, looking for a couple gonna... of people are going to be flocking to that idea because the thing is, you know, when you break all of this down, you know, when you're talking about the PCR test, there's a lot of things that have been done here that are really awful. My background was in understanding consciousness and and then that got me into psychological operations, right? Because I wanted to know, well, how could I optimize my mindset? And then I realized, oh, I can use this in a persuasive form. At the same time, I was learning about why we had war and starvation. Never really made any sense to me. So I started to learn about psychological operations. And because I have that background, everything that's been happening is so crystal clear. So when you say, you know, the PCR test, people don't know how that works. Well, you can look at uh, um, Dr. Cowan, who explains it. Um, You can also listen to the inventor, Carrie Mullis, talk about how you don't use this to say it causes disease. You, you don't find what the illness is. It just amplifies matter. And there is a ruling in Portugal, and I believe in other countries as, as well, saying this is a faulty test. You can't be using this in law because it doesn't do what you say it does. It's like waving a magic eight ball that gives a 90% yes rate. And they're doing, when you do the research in this, the CDC and other organizations are creating the numbers of cases using a, a, a something that doesn't work. And Carrie Mullis also said Fauci is a moron, you know, so, you know, you listen to it, right. And so you see all these things going on. Um, you're like, okay, well, something doesn't add up. Right. And so we, we now another clever one, asymptomatic. Do you mean healthy? Do you, are you talking about healthy kids? And so psychologically yeah. what they're doing is so awful and so aggressive. They're saying, Hey, don't hug grandma and grandpa, a uh, four-year-old, because you might kill them. You might kill your grandparents. And so there's a, um, you know, there's a chart that talks about communist coercive me- methods and it talks about isolation, uh, monopolization of perception. So restrict m- movement, uh, create boredom, uh, dominate all media, uh, induce stability, force to stay at home. All media is negative, not permitted to exercise. Threats of intimidation, occasional indulg- indulgences. So like, oh, we'll, we'll open up a little bit and then we'll shut down again. Oh, we'll open up a little bit, we'll shut down. Uh, and you know, humiliation or, or degra- degradation techniques. And so all of this stuff has been going on, it, you know, tit for tat for this whole Corona thing. And so we know what's going on and just very few are, are standing up. And it's very obvious when you're in Canada, because in the States, you have some governors that are actually good governors, right? That are fighting back, that are using logic and critical thinking, and they get attacked. In Canada, we're basically taken over. So we just get force fed what's happening and it's not working and it's complete lunacy. And uh, we do know that masking a kid has massive psychological harm. We do know, um, I think it was in Sweden, they released that more children have died from suicide uh, than of COVID because COVID is, is basically the flu. And you can also go back to germ theory versus terrain theory, understanding that we need to have a healthy terrain. It's fresh air, you know, exercise, clean food. And what we're doing is we're creating potentially irreversible psychological trauma 
uh, most of our communication, 90% is nonverbal. So you have all these children that don't see faces. They don't see smiles. They're wearing a mask. You, you have all these kids, you know, committing suicide and saying, I hate this mask. Why am I wearing it? It is 100% by definition torture. And so if you're going to argue the, the opposite, you need to prove that kids are dying on mass. You need to show there's an increase in morbidity. You need to show that this thing is deadly and they cannot prove it. So there's something else going on and being obedient to it is going to cause harm to our children and to other people as this, as this goes, goes on. And most people don't want to stand up because it risks their livelihood. Um, They get intimidated, they get uh, attacked in many different forms. And so I just uh, applaud you for, for standing up for what's right and actually using your mind because what's happened is people have just given their mind to the media and government, even though it makes no sense. Right. And all the people making sense, you never see them debate on television because the only one we've seen is Robert Kennedy versus Dershowitz. And it was like Mike Tyson beating up a nine year old. It was just a destroyed because you could then see clearly manipulation and propaganda versus the actual truth. But people who don't want the truth, they aren't looking for two sides. And it's also now incredibly hard to find it because it's being deleted shadow banned. They've, they even had the power to delete a whole platform. Um, you know, so this, this is a, this is a very wild times we're in. So do you want to just comment on, on my rant? Yeah. I mean, what you're saying is exactly why I'm, I'm on to my next mission and my next mission is really uh, to save the kids all over the world. So I've started speaking out about masks and, and how, my school has done it the right way and we haven't had any issues. Well, I'm going to be, I don't know if you know Green Med Info. Um, yeah, oh yeah, Sergi's awesome. Sergi's amazing. Yes, you know, of course, you know Kelly So, um, She's helping me put together a PowerPoint presentation where um, I'm going to be able to give it to parents and school owners all over the world to give them the strength and the courage and the tools that they need to fight back. My goal and my dream is that by next September, all of these rules are done because the world knows that it's a joke and it's not helping anyone. All it's doing is hurting. I want the plexiglass removed. I want the social distancing removed. I mean, you you said it. this is social isolation. This is what they do to prisoners to beat them down. Okay, parents need to step into their mama bear and papa bear mode and say enough is enough. And if their school doesn't want to change their crappy policies, they need to pull their children out and homeschool, put them in a pod where you can share the responsibilities amongst parents, amongst other parents. These are your children. You mess up their lives now, their lives are going to be messed up for a very long time. We we had a a kid who we do these shadow days where they where kids spend a day with us to just like, you know, so we can see if it's a fit and vice versa and so forth. This was a five-year-old kid started at 9 a.m., had her mask on, wouldn't take her mask off, walked into the room, saw none of the other kids were wearing masks, started to have a panic attack. Within the next 30 minutes, we had to call their parents to pick them up because this child had a full-blown panic attack. Because the kids were all in close proximity. They were hugging. They were laughing. She could see their faces, and it freaked her out. So, you know, the this is short period of time and we're doing a lot of damage. I have some kids that have started with us that, that, that we're at the schools with all of these crazy rules and it takes them a couple months to, to readjust, but 
the longer we keep this nonsense up, the more psychological harm we are doing to these kids. And we are teaching them to just be obedient little beings that aren't able to critically ask themselves, does, does it make sense to cover my mouth for eight hours a day? I mean, we don't even allow them to ask these questions, which is not fair. You know, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science to know that, that these, the, this virus is way smaller and goes straight through the mask, but yet we don't even allow that conversation to take place. At my school, I've had um, various speakers here to speak to the parents and teach them why masks don't work. Like I went to great extents to bring in people so that way they can re-educate my parents because it's not that my parents or any of the parents are bad parents. No, they just don't know what they don't know. And so my next mission is to give them the information so that they can make the right decision in stepping forward and fighting for their children. Our children, are looking up to us as their protectors. And if we are pushing them into the, the house that's about to burn down in flames, they're gonna trust us. So it's our responsibility to go, you know what? That house is about to burn down in flames, we're not going in there. I'm gonna keep you at my house right now. And, and, it's, and it's gonna be a tough decision and it might you know, be a setback financially for families, but you know, we do everything for our children. What is their, what will their future look like if these kids are scarred emotionally, their anxiety level, you know, their depression, their, their, their suicide rate. I mean, they're going to spend a lot more money in, in psychiatrists, you know, or, or even worse, you know, the kids are hurting themselves. If you don't deal with this right here, right now, just say no and stop it. They have to be the ones to stop it. Because I'll tell you what, if all of a sudden all of the parents got together and said enough is enough, that school would change their policies. You know, I had the parents that screamed the most were the parents that wanted me to wear, to put the kids in the mask. But I make my decisions based on the health and the safety of these children. That's how I make my decisions. I don't chase money. I don't chase revenue. I don't chase tuition. I chase the happiness and the well-being of our kids kids. And I think more school owners, more school leaders need to do the same thing and put their foot down and say, I am not going to follow the CDC guidelines because they don't make sense. And, 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 and do the right thing for our kids. Absolutely. I, I love all that. And I absolutely agree with all that. You know, there's so many elements to what's going on and what is required is parents to take responsibility for their children to look at the information for themselves. And, and one of my friends I was speaking with, he said, you know, I'm looking at both sides here and, you know, there, there's a, um, you know, there's a bit of a, a debate. And I said, like, no, there is no confusion and there is no debate if you haven't taken the responsibility to know. Because if you don't know at this point, you haven't taken the time to figure it out. You're outsourcing that to the government or the television. You should know. By now, and if you know, it's very clear. It isn't. It isn't debatable. You know everything you break down from the PCR test, from how the deaths are calculated, to the money trail, to the psychological operations, to everything in between. You can find it. It might take some time, but you yeah. can most certainly find it and figure out. And you're, you're touching on something that's incredibly important because, in understanding brain development and how 
you know, consciousness evolves, there's a quote by Aristotle that says, give me the child until he is seven and I will show you the man. What's happening here is so traumatizing and we know it. There are countless studies about how traumatizing masking kids are, social distancing, isolation and abuse. And these are absolutely forms of abuse and torture. You can look at history while they would put uh, um, masks on slaves, you know, different forms of masks. And so this is what's happening now. And there's so much damage that's going to come from this. And one of them, there is a ex-military uh fellow and he did a, a report on basically he was talking about studies that shared like just a little bit of mask use um it decreases uh compassion very quickly so he goes oh, one wow. one generation of kids um you know wearing masks will result in exponential crime and uh and this is Can you send me that yeah, I'll have to go, you know, I go through so much information. I'll find that and I'll try to link it up in the show notes for people to find as well. But, you know, we do know that like if they can't understand and, and see the face, right, that's where most communication is, right? So um, so I'll start to find those studies and, and send them over. Uh, and a lot of it's on my Telegram. So if you're watching this, it's all on Telegram. There's just hundreds of links through there, you know, hundreds of things. And so I pulled up the psychological operations one that was on my, my desktop here so people can see that as well. Um, and then there's also Darren Brown and Darren Brown did a, uh, he do these, he's this magician and, and hypnotist and he did a live show and, and he put masks on everyone. Right. And they gave the, the audience an opportunity to give these random people something amazing or something terrible. Right. And by the end of the show, they choose to have this guy robbed his place, um, you know, messed up. And he, it's basically proving the point of what I'm just saying is that when you go behind a mask and you start to get into mob mentality and everybody's thinking the same way, all of a sudden you become um, less compassionate and you become angry and you become violent. And this is what's happening. And, and this is being designed on purpose. We know what these effects are. And the thing is the, the only argument the other side ever has is ridicule is defaming is, is that's all they have there, there's no logic there's no reason they don't apply the golden rule they don't embody respect they don't embody wisdom all they do and they, they've had it from the beginning you know i had dr christiane northrup on and she literally was voted by reader's digest top 50 most trustworthy people in the united states but all of a sudden she figures out about these needle companies and these big pharma companies and starts saying hey this isn't safe you can make your own choice, but look, here's a lot of data to show you that this is not safe for your children. You shouldn't be doing this, um, but feel free to go as you wish. And all of a sudden gets massively slandered and they have these people that are basically paid shills and all they do is attack the characters ad hominem, never to do with the point. Um, because what's happening is people are not taking responsibility for their own knowledge. So they get, so they know what's going on and they're not taking responsibility for their kids and every, you know, in Canada, it's pretty brutal, but yeah, there's no way, you know, that's what I've been saying to a lot of the men in my Instagram. There's no way that I would mask my kid. There's, it's not going to happen. You know, there, you know, this is, this is abuse. You need to stop doing it and people need to actually take action. And I did see something in Arizona where a lot of parents got together and they voted out the school board because they ran and they're very afraid of people banding together and then taking action. And so whatever County you're in, you just need 10 families to go and do that. And if you, you need to pull them out and homeschool, do that because the harm is going to potentially be irreversible 
And this last year has already created a ton of harm and we need to stop it as quickly as we can. And uh, if, if it is going to be divided, you need to take the hard steps now um, to do that because it's going to be even harder late, uh, later. I, I had one guest on, he talked about, but the, the hard easy, he's like, it's either hard now and easy later or easy now and hard later. And so I feel like that's what we're faced with, especially with our education. So what do you think of that? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, and, and with the PowerPoint that I'm going to be, that will be done in a couple of weeks, if people, um, they can look me up on Instagram and um, my Instagram is just my first name, last name, Layla, L-E-I-L-A. And that's Setner, C-E-N-T-N-E-R. Apparently I'm being shadow banned already. So you have to type in my full name before it pops up. Um, same thing with Telegram. It's the same name. But as soon as it's ready, I'm going to post something there and show you where to go and get the PowerPoint. So that way you can really have some tools to take back your control. And if you can do it now without it, go for it. Don't wait for it. But if you need something to, to show the backup, the proof, the evidence that this is causing way more harm than it is good, then you'll have this document that will help you out a lot. Yeah, that's that's really amazing. And I'm glad you're putting that together for people in, in a... Um in a one-stop place, you know, there are some great resources out there. And what we need as well now with this is a model. So when this model works, people have that opportunity because what you're saying is if you want to go to a school that has all these and their mass and every kid is vaccinated, um, go for it. Uh, you can do that, right? But here's a lot of evidence to say why that is probably a terrible idea. And for those who want to choose that idea, we now have this option. They're trying to take away all these options. That's why it's coercion. That's why there's these passports coming out. And guess what? It's not just one shot, right? It's infinite shots forever. That's what it is, right? For something that is really mild. And now what, what we are predicting or myself and, and many others is that the first wave of real massive deaths is going to come this fall. And a lot of people like Dr. Dolores Cahill and many others have been saying this to say, well, here's your side of the, of the argument from CDC and Fauci who has a vested interest in this. And you can find that out. Uh, Dr. Martin and many others pointed that out. It's not hard to find. It's just what it is. It's a fact. And then here's another side of the story. And this is the prediction of way, the way things are going. And this is our belief. So you can have yours. We just don't want to play in it. We don't want to be coerced by it. We don't want to participate, you know? And so, you know, there's this, and so you're, creating another option that people can follow you're you're creating a template and i think that that's so incredibly important and so um is there anything else that you feel like is really important to cover yeah or even worse i i, I just um heard that in new york they've got some laws and some bills that basically allow schools to take kids and and give them the shot and not even inform the parents that they've done so that they can hide it. I know this passed in Washington. I had no idea that it was in effect in New York as well. But can you imagine dropping your child off at school, them giving your child the shot where your child doesn't need it at all. And who knows what, what allergies or whatever the child maybe has in general and giving you back your child and you had no, you have no idea what they did you know, and your child could get seizures the next day, but you don't have any information to even know what happened to your child. And so I tell parents in New York, like, pull your kids out. If you're in public school, pull your kids out. If you're in private school, you know, they still can do it. So it depends the type of private school. You know, I, 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 tell, I jokingly tell my husband, like, 
listen, you might have to bail me out of jail one day because I refuse to do anything that's going to harm these kids. And if I had some Gestapo's at my door trying to vaccinate the kids, they would have to do it over my dead body. You know, it's not going to happen. Well, I love that. And I wish there would be more uh, parents and leaders out there saying the same thing, because we do need to protect these kids. And what is very disheartening is seeing how many people are, are being so obedient to harm, to not taking responsibility of the and accountability of, of what is going on and not taking action, because that's exactly what's happening. So we know that Lee Dundas prevented that in California from now from just vaccinating your kids without knowing it. Right. And in California, well, they're just going to go ahead and do it. And there are videos and videos of kids after receiving it being harmed for these new experiments. It's your responsibility as a parent to know what's going on. And so it's your responsibility as a parent to have the knowledge of what will this do to my child for face covering them for months? Why am I just following? Right. And the thing is, I feel like this is so big and so dark for most people that have no idea. And when you really go into the work of like Dr. John Coleman um, and you look at the money trail, you understand Rockefeller in the 1910 Flexner report and how his, his billionaire dollars was able to basically create the pharmaceutical industry and uh, the Spanish flu and what happened with the needle there. And Dr. Robert Kennedy, or, or sorry, Robert Kennedy Jr. talks about that. And Dr. Martin talks about that as well. And so we're looking at these two views in history, but now you can see how obvious it is that one story and one narrative can be pushed because a whole accounts, people are being marginalized. This is, this is the, the first digital book burning. Um, you know, you're talking about shadow banning, which is interesting. People don't even know what that is. Like you'll post something and it won't be showed up. Well, every injury that's happening, um, it's getting deleted or, or taken away. And when you see the videos of people being harmed, it's awful. It's friggin' heartbreaking. And, you know, I just, I'm grateful you're doing something because this is, people don't understand the reality that they're in right now. And it's very dangerous. And in looking for solutions, I've been doing a lot of podcasts on law and, you know, Christopher Gronsky from destinationfreedom.org. I, I love him because his ideas on freedom and um, he's from New Hampshire. And what, what's New Hampshire's slogan? It's just like freedom or death or something. It's, it's pretty badass. And I think in Canada, it's just like, yeah, government, tell us what to do. And we're going to just follow that no matter how harmful it is. Um, but they're going to go as far as we allow them. We've already seen that. And unless there is some sort of resistance, it will keep happening and they're going to keep moving this forward. And we know who we can trust and who we can't trust. And so people need to be talking to each other. No one's talking to each other. Nobody's communicating and they're wiping off this information. And so we need courageous people to stand up and we need to back those people and we need to take action where we can in our communities and know that it's not helpless. You know, you and a, a few people can influence your school board. Can you can hold them accountable? You can put the liability on them. You can say, okay, well, if you're going to mask, um, you know, my child, I want to know that if there's any harm to them, that you're going to take responsibility. You can go do that. They won't do it because even in Quebec and in Canada, they're showing and proving that these that these masks are causing the teachers harm from wearing them all day because there's ethylene oxide in it. There's actual proof and data for that. You know, there's proof and data for one and there's manipulation and lies for the other. And so um, we need people to um, collaborate, to begin talking, to take responsibility and to stop going along because it is going to get worse and worse and worse if we continue to allow it. I agree. I agree. Well, this has been really wonderful. I could talk to you all day. Um, keep up the amazing work. Anything that I can do to support, please let me know. And uh, is there anything else that you think is relevant that we should touch on before we close this out? 
no, I thought it was super thorough and very fun. And um, anybody that can share this and get the word out, uh, we would appreciate it. It's time to take a stand and take back our children's freedom and fight for their fight for their future. Yeah, we have to, you know, absolutely fight for the kids. And um, where do people find your website if they want to find you directly? Sure. They can go to Setner Academy. That's C-E-N-T-N-E-R Academy, A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. And it's Setner is an extra N. So if you don't put that extra N, it will take you to another school. So Setner Academy. And like I said, any great teachers out there, uh, we've got some great um job openings um and anybody in miami that's interested in a school that's all about health freedom um and it's all about supporting your kids you know from the full circle not just academically but spiritually emotionally physically we're the school for you so we have a foundation of mindfulness emotional intelligence our kids meditate every day they do sound bowl healing we do these deep uh, love and uh, connection activities with the parents and the children and the children together. I mean, it's all about love and connection. And that's what we need to get back to because the masks create disconnection. And so, you know, we have zero, we have a zero bullying policy. It's just, it's a great school full of uh, loving, kind people who are trying to make this world a better place. That's amazing. Well, you know, I think, Last year, we would, we would have done a whole podcast on your brilliant school and what the intention is and, and how we can educate our kids to uh, live and achieve their highest potential. And there's a lot of things that traditional school does not focus on. We have the Prussian system of basically authority, you know, and if you look at the the plexiglass and the six social distancing, it's like a jail. It's, it's a torture jail system by definition. And we know that it's, we don't have to guess for that. We have the data for that. We know that. And kids are being harmed and they're, and they're unfortunately committing suicide and having a ton of issues from this. So we need to quit that. And you need to understand that the government is not designing schools to make strong children. We, we know this information. We know the Rockefeller influence on this Prussian system. And so that's why certain schools can create curriculums and programs to develop other necessary skills so we can become fully developed human beings and minds. And so, you know, that's a whole rabbit hole in itself. If you, if you look in the, you know, the history of education and so, but we need to take responsibility um, as a citizen of your community, uh, of your city, of your country, and just stand up for what's right. And if you're not so sure, you know, you need to take that accountability to figure it out and then go take action with like-minded people. Because I know that everyone who is committed to the solution is a good person. They want the best for themselves and the community. And what's happening is we're facing the spears of those who are ignorant, who don't want to take responsibility for themselves, their own education, and they want the government to tell them what to do. And in understanding the law, they say you can't serve two masters and God or the government. Right. So if you're serving the government and you're blindly giving your mind and your body and your spirit, your actual body, so they can put something in you without your consent. This is this is a spiritual war that we're in and we need to understand the severity of what's going on. And if we don't stand up, it's going to get a lot worse and we want to protect as many children as possible. So that's my rant. I'm just super grateful for you and what you're doing and creating a template for others to follow and standing up and courage to hopefully inspire other people to do what's right in whatever capacity they, they can do it. So thank you so much for your work thank and for you. coming on the thank, show. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Keep up the great work and uh, support Layla. Get the word out there and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Bye.
There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely incredible Layla Sentner. I hope that you enjoyed that show. And if you did, please share it as far and as wide and as with much energy as you can because it got deleted within an hour or two on YouTube. It's insane, the censorship. You know, why would why would you delete her if you're already smearing her all over the internet? Um, you know, why would you delete the show that she had? when Because you're going to hear her tone of voice. You're going to hear her authenticity. You're going to hear her train of thought, which all makes perfect sense. And so, you know, we are living through very challenging times and we want to support our children. We want to support freedom, truth, and justice. We want to do the right thing. And for those of you guys who feel that way in your inner being that you want to do the right thing, you want to be a part of the solution, just know that you will be guided, you will be supported, that um, there is a whole universal spirit that you cannot see behind you. You are definitely not alone. They want you to be afraid. They want you to feel like you are alone. And both of those things are not true. What we're having right now is the opportunity to do the right thing. Thing. And so even if that's your intention, um, do your best to do it in action. Know that you're guided, know that you're supported. And, um, you know, we're going to get through this together. And it's going to be very beautiful on the other side where truth and justice and fairness and ethics and all the best parts of humanity line. That's what you're lining yourself up with. And so please share this episode as far and as wide as possible. There are solutions out there. There are beautiful people out there working on solutions. And what we need is more participation more good hearts, good souls, good spirits participating in these wonderful solutions. So no matter what, don't lose, uh, let fear get you. Um, stay in courage, stay in inspiration, and stay in faith, knowing that um, the greater spirit, source, nature of the universe is on your side and it is guiding us. And so uh, just thank you so much for listening. If you want to support, please share this episode, leave a review in iTunes, uh, become a member at mattbaylair.com. That's the best way because Patreon is almost gone. YouTube is almost gone and so you know we're going to keep getting the truth out there you cannot stop the truth you know we're going to do this no matter what um thanks to you know somehow the podcast got number uh, six in norway number two in lebanon um number two in malta that's weird um but very very interesting and so just thank you everyone who's been listening shout out to all the countries that um you know are are listening to the show that i would have never even thought of or considered before so uh thank you guys for all this all of the support i appreciate you wish you all the best and let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we close this out wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it up slowly filling every cell muscle and fiber of your being with peace joy contentment empowerment connection knowing that the entire universal spirit is on your side and connected within you so thank you so much for listening And we'll see you in the next episode.